Namaste everyone. Welcome to Quotes this week on Live Law. I'm Tanya Pandey and every week I bring the most recent court updates from across the country for you. Subscribe to Live Law to continue getting all legal updates and click the bell icon to not miss any videos from us. We'll begin the episode with judgments from the Supreme Court and then cover the high courts and other courts. The Supreme Court on 17th June issued notice in a plea seeking bail filed by Muhammad Arif an accused in the fine Indi sales chit fund scam case the bench of justices jk maheshwari and hima kohli has tagged the matter with another bail plea filed by disabled actor mohammad nasir who is also an accused in the same case the accused in the case have been charged for allegedly cheating and siphoning off monies in the name of chit fund schemes mohammad arif has been charged with offenses under relevant provisions of the prevention of money laundering act and the chit funds act the bench was considering a special leave petition filed by arif challenging the odisha high court's final order dismissing his bail plea the supreme court on 16 june asked the uttar pradesh government not to carry out demolition activities except in accordance with the procedure established by law it has also granted 3 days time to the state to demonstrate how the recent demolitions were in compliance with the procedural and municipal laws the vacation bench of justices as bopanna and vikramnath was considering an application seeking directions to the state of uttar pradesh to ensure that no further demolitions are carried out in the state without following due process the applications are filed in its earlier petition against the demolition drive in delhi's jahangirpuri The court had on 21st April issued notice and directed status quo against the demolition drive launched by the North Delhi Municipal Corporation NDMC in the riot hit Jahangirpuri area. The Supreme Court has observed that an accused who takes up the plea of self-defense need not prove it beyond reasonable doubt and that it would suffice if he could show that the preponderance of probabilities is in favor of his plea just as in a civil case. The accused who was serving in the BSF had allegedly caused the death of a civilian. General Security Force Court rejected his plea of private defense and held him guilty under section 302 of the Indian Penal Code for murder and sentenced him to imprisonment for life. The Delhi High Court had dismissed his appeal. Against this order the accused had approached the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has set aside an order of the NCDRC by which the NCDRC had refused to condone a delay of 67 days in filing a revision petition the bench of justices himan gupta and v ramasubramanian observed that the question of limitation is not to be examined with a view to decline the condemnation but to do substantial justice the court remarked that the delay in filing the revision was not huge and it should have been condoned under the consumer protection act accordingly the court remitted the matter back to the NCDRC for decision on merits the supreme court on 13th june held that non consideration of the evidence on record in particular those relied upon by the trial court and not stating the points for determination by the first appellate court would lead to infirmity in its judgment the apex court reiterated that it is the duty of the first appellate court to decide the appeal keeping in view the scope and powers conferred to it under section 96 read with order 41 rule 31 of the code of civil procedure a bench of justices as abdul nazir and vikramnath set aside the order of the karnataka high court 
and reinstated the decree passed by the trial court. It noted that the High Court had neither formed the points for determination nor considered the evidence on record, especially those appreciated by the trial court. Let us now go over judgments from the High Courts and other courts. The Karnataka High Court has said that an application filed under Section 12 of the Protection of Women from Domestic Violence Act 2005 should be decided by the magistrate within two months, that is 60 days from the date of its presentation. A single judge bench Justice M. Nagaprasanna, while allowing a petition, directed the Metropolitan Magistrate at Bangalore to dispose of the application filed by the petitioner along with criminal miscellaneous application seeking maintenance within a period of two weeks. Justice Abhijit Gangopadhyay of the Calcutta High Court, who has ordered CBI probes in several cases since November 2021, on 15th June expressed his displeasure over the progress of investigation by the agency. Justice Gangopadhyay had earlier ordered CBI probe in at least eight cases of alleged illegalities in the appointment of teachers and non-teaching staff by the West Bengal Board of Secondary Education in government-sponsored and aided schools on the recommendations of the West Bengal School Service Commission. The Delhi High Court has observed that hate speeches, especially those delivered by elected representatives, political and religious leaders based on religion, caste, region or ethnicity, militate against the concept of fraternity, bulldoze the constitutional ethos and violate Articles 11, 15, 19 and 21, read with Article 38 of the Constitution. Justice C.D. Singh also observed that the same is in blatant derogation of the fundamental duties prescribed under the Constitution and warrants stringent peremptory action on the part of central and state governments. The Madras High Court on 17 June dismissed a plea filed by S. Nalini and R.P. Ravi Chandran, convicts in the Rajiv Gandhi assassination case seeking premature release. The bench of Chief Justice M. N. Bhandari and Justice N. Mala observed that the High Court did not have special powers that the Supreme Court has under Article 142 of the Constitution and said that it cannot order their release like the Supreme Court did for Perari Valan, who is another convict in the assassination case. The petition was therefore dismissed as not maintainable. The Telangana High Court has reiterated that in view of Section 42 of the Arbitration and Conciliation Act 1996, only the court where an application under Section 9 and or Section 34 has been filed would have the jurisdiction to entertain an application for enforcement of the arbitral award. The bench of Justices P. Naveen Rao and S. Naidu held that Section 42 of the Act opens with a non-obstantic clause and therefore, even though an arbitral award is treated as a decree in fiction by a civil court, Section 42 of the Arbitration and Conciliation Act would cover within its ambit all provisions dealing with execution of an award. In this case, the court held that the civil court in Hyderabad had no jurisdiction to entertain the execution petition under Section 36 of the Act and allowed the revision filed against it. The National Company Law Tribunal Mumbai Bench, comprising of Mr. Kishore Vemulapalli as judicial member and Mr. Rajesh Sharma as technical member, while adjudicating upon an application, has initiated Corporate Insolvency Resolution Process CIRP, against Bombay Rayon Fashions Limited. The order was passed on 7th June 2022. The bench observed that the corporate debtor had, time and again, by its letter, invoices and by making part payment, acknowledged its liability and held 
that the application under section 9 was complete in all respects as required by law as there was a default by the corporate debtor in payment of the debt amount with this we've come to the end of today's episode i'm tanya pandey for live law and you're watching courts this week have a wonderful day subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from live law